Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Red Men, Red Men News. It's me, Chris Pajak. That is Ross Chanley. And we're here to talk about all the talking points around Liverpool Football Club today and over the last 24 hours. Uh, Ross Paul Glatzler signed a new long-term Liverpool contract. 18-year-old striker has put pen to paper on a deal at Melwood on Wednesday as he continues his rehabilitation from a long-term knee issue sustained during the Reds' pre-season tour at Tramia Rovers on July the 11th. Um, this is another one where Liverpool have signed someone up who's... Who's had a bad injury, but you know, Paul talks on LiverpoolFC.com about being really happy with this. He's obviously having his recovery at Melwood as well, which I think is quite good. This is Liverpool securing the services of who they believe is a really good talent early on in his career, isn't it? Yeah, there's a couple of things to this. I think quite encouraging the fact that you know he said the injury is kind of similar to Chamberlain. I think the club are putting faith in him, aren't they? And you know, kind of supporting him through through a tough time. I know they don't have to reward him with the contract necessarily, but you've seen signs of him improving. Uh, you know, being a prospect and and saying you know we trust you to do what you do get back fit and you, you might be a partner in the first team by the looks of it uh, in, the, in the very near future um, and the fact that it, it's a bit of a shifted mentality as well because so much of the past couple of weeks have been about Bobby Duncan mm. he's in a very similar situation and he's probably you know on talent wise are probably pretty similar yeah. he could have done what you know what Bobby Duncan did jump ship but obviously his agent's not a bit of a Prick, so he's, he kind of stayed, got his head down and, and cracked on with, with his work. Yeah, and there's some nice quotes here actually from LiverpoolFC.com. I was disappointed to get my injury at the start of the season, but it's a great feeling. It shows that the club have got faith in me. Now I can just focus on my rehab and getting back on the pitch. I've been at the club for so long, I just wanted to keep going and see where it takes me. Hopefully I can crack on now and keep going. The contract makes it easier. Mentally, it's good to be able to focus on the rehab and know that there's people that have faith in me and they know I'll come back from my injury strong and I'll be ready when I'm back on the pitch. And this just ties into him being at Melwood and doing his recovery at Melwood for me because I think he can sort of see that you know he's not been he's not gone to do his rehabilitation at Kirby. He, he can see the team and the squad of players that he's trying to get back to. So you know you go in every single day and you're working on that rehab and it must be very difficult for a young player to go through this. It's probably going to be about eight months before he's back playing football and stuff. But having the first team in and around him and being able to see what he's working so hard for must really help him with his recovery. Seems very clever again. Yeah, I think he nails it on the head there with, with, with mentally. If you, get, if you get an injury, particularly at such a young age, you've seen clubs be pretty ruthless of just like kind of washing their hands of players and going, well, you've had that injury now, it's too long for us. But Liverpool, again, have come back and, like you said, 
to, for him just to sit and watch and be in the presence of those players and to talk to them and you know they'll have words of encouragement. There are people like Chamberlain, Bruce that have, have been, through, been through that. Yeah, yeah, I've just been through that and gone. You know, actually, you know, it's all right. You can do this. You can do that. And just keep them entertained. I think you know from his point of view, like he says there, he's probably was probably worried of thinking they might get rid of me here because it's a huge injury but like he says there he can concentrate on, on rehab concentrate on getting back concentrate on around with his teammates and you know it's all good made up for it Excellent. to be honest okay we'll move on to the next story then uh, this one's coming from the mirror and it's Dave Maddock actually a friend of the show uh, the title when Liverpool expect Alisson to play again after goalkeeper returns to training now we picked up a little bit on this yesterday uh, Empire of the Cops sort of took the story on and, 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 and quoted some of the things that we we're going to talk about today I'm just going to go down and find exactly what it, what it was I wanted to draw your attention to. Um, the injury was assessed as a grade two tear with the prognosis that he could be sidelined for around six weeks. Alisson is now on course to return within that time frame. Akhtabayas is cautious about putting a set date on the keeper's first team comeback because of his need to build up fitness, but he really, Brazilian has been working hard to build up his condition. Ali has been working with Dave Ridings in the gym a lot to improve the strength and to keep the fitness levels up. Now, Empire of the Cop go on in their article and say that the pencil then maybe is an MK Dons. Now, for me, I don't actually think that's a good shout. I think maybe you get to the international break, something like that, if you can, if, if Adrian's in good form. Where do you sit on this one? Um, it's a tough one, is it? Because he's so instrumental to the side because he's such a good goalkeeper. As I think as a fan, you want him back. But as you said there, don't rush him back for the sake of it and don't aggravate an injury because, you know, a grade two is pretty serious. Don't just rush him back for the sake of, of having a goal. If Adrian's sound and hopefully he's learned from his mistake at Southampton then why go and do that and I'm also in two minds as well because how fit does a goalkeeper need to be do, yeah. do you know what I mean but I suppose if you've got loads of jumping to do you're putting pressure on, on your on your legs aren't you so it's calf yeah, isn't it yeah, it's you, one of the biggest you've got an accurate and you know, he's obviously prone to a save for the cameras and stuff like that so maybe maybe you don't want to go and do that and I'd rather have him back in six weeks than have him back like I think you said this yesterday on Red News and get him back and then be out for another two three months but oh, what, absolutely yeah. like absolutely okay uh, next one Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain's been speaking uh, to Sam Williams at LiverpoolFC.com he says I've got one more box left to tick now he obviously is, has been back in training since the back end of last season after his own injuries uh, and, and issues that he had uh, is this one box that he's got left to tick I'll just find exactly where it is uh, the one thing I haven't done is string matches together. I haven't had that chance yet, so that's sort of the next step for me, to play and recover and be able to play and play again all in the same week and keep going from strength to strength. That's the one thing I haven't really ticked off, but I feel like I'm in a position to do that. He's come back, he's had minutes, he's had starts, but he's right, he's not strung three games in a week together. And I don't think he will do for quite some time, if I'm, if I'm being perfectly frank with you, but the fact that he knows that that's what he needs to do to get to where he needs to be is absolutely brilliant. And Liverpool do miss Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Yeah, I think he's... It's good that he's not resting on his laurels and he's setting himself new targets. I think you're, you're right. He's not going to expect to play three, four games of the Premier League season started off. I think there's players in a better physical conditioning for a start and form. And resting Gene and Hendo is kind of, kind of hard. But the fact that he's come back in, he's played the way he has so far for me. He's been encouraging. You know, 20 minutes here, 30 minutes there. I think he might have played for England at some point <laughs> during the week. So I that, believe I guess, so. Again, he was that, called up. I, I yeah, definitely yeah. know that. So but that I, but I was annoyed when he was called up because we've seen that so many times before when people are coming back from injuries and need time to recover. And they go away and they get injured, but he's come through that and you know. Touch, I must touch, admit, I think my my initial thoughts on that was I was annoyed as well. Yeah. But 
having seen some of the videos of him being in and around the camp and some of his posts on social media it, and stuff, yeah. he seems to enjoy it. And that's obviously we forget sometimes that, you know, it's not about us and whether we like international football. It's about the player. And Alex clearly likes to play and represents his country. And I tell you what, right, and uh, 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 maybe I'm being... Uh, slightly hypocritical here, but if I was good enough at anything to represent my country, I'd damn sure like to do it as well. You know, yeah. even though even though Liverpool would be first and foremost for me, you can understand that having that honour to uh, just being good enough to represent your country at something might be something that does tick a lot of boxes for a player. And Alex seems to enjoy that. He seems to enjoy being in and around the squad for the first time in eighteen months, two years. And again, it's just a little nod for him to say that his recovery is going well and the, and the manager is still thinking of him. So you can understand mentally how that would. How that would help. Him. Yeah, I think you know he, he'll be looking at these next few fixtures and stuff. We're playing twice a week, quite a lot between now and Christmas, and probably even after Christmas. You know, he's he's going to aim out game time for himself there and think, oh, I fancy a bit of that, and you know, injuries might take the tolls, and he needs to be fighting, fit, and, and raring to go when he is needed. And on the England thing as well, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but he's come through that and he's been fine. So if he's played twenty minutes, half an hour, you know, twice in the space, that's great for him. Yeah, because we might not have had those twenty minutes half an hour. Well, we didn't because we didn't have any games. Um, so next story, Chris Bascom uh, from the. Telegraph, this telegraph.co.uk, uh, and it was all about the state of Napoli's dressing room. Obviously, we go away to Naples on Tuesday. We play them uh, in their stadium, the Sao Paulo, San Paulo Stadium. Apologies. Napoli coach Ancelotti has issued a statement condemning the state of the home dressing room ahead of forthcoming games, including Liverpool's visit on Tuesday. The Italians played their first two Serie A games as the renovation were continued uh, away from their stadium, but Ancelotti's furious at the slow pace of the work. I've seen the state of the dressing rooms at the San Paolo. There are no words. There was words. He said them. Um, and this is the state of the dressing room. Apologies for anybody who is listening to this. But as you can see, as with, as the video is going through, we can see building work going on inside the Napoli dressing rooms. Um, there's scaffolding inside their dressing rooms. There's nothing on the walls. There's plug sockets hanging out. There's pa walled panels off the sides. And, and they're going through now. And you're about to see a load of plug sockets that are just hanging off the walls and stuff. Now, just to confirm... <laughs> Firm here. This is not um, the away dressing rooms. This is just the home dressing rooms. We're going to go back onto the Chris Baskin article <coughs> now. And if we scroll down right to the bottom of that somewhere. Um, however, Liverpool have been informed the away dressing room is not affected by the current building work and their facilities will be the same as when they visited last season, suffering the feet in the ageing venue. Nice way to end that, Chris. Thanks for that, mate. Um, good. Quite frankly, and apparently this will be all sorted by Sampdoria. The building firm have come out uh, and have said that you know the deal was that they were going to hand it over on Friday. It's still the case. It's about seventy hours away from the game when the, the video was recorded and the statements were made and stuff. But it does look like this is a mountain out of a molehill. Personally, uh, I was involved in the setup of a restaurant. Um, three months it was given, and three days before the restaurant went live, it looked well worse than that. And it was incredible when the builders have got a deadline what they can actually do. Because this building firm actually got, uh, it went 24 hours. They did two 12-hour shifts, night shift, day shift, and they got like six days, seven days worth of work done in three days. And it was absolutely incredible. So I've no doubt that Napoli will be there. And, and maybe uh, Ancelotti was disappointed, of course he will be, because maybe he doesn't understand the procedures and how this stuff works. No, it's just a kick up the arse, isn't it? He's going to want that ready for Sampdoria, who play at the weekend, and obviously when he play Liverpool. It's, it's a massive thing for footballers, isn't it? When they're, when they're being pampered and they're used to luxury and stuff, and particularly mentally, probably go into a game, you, you don't want poor plugs hanging off the, out the sockets and stuff like that before you go into a Champions League game, because you know, it will affect players, won't they? If they're not comfortable, they're not in the prime, they've got everything that they need. You know, 
the, the drama queens, aren't they? And, and, and they won't be happy. And he's quite right to kick off, to be fair. But he's obviously not seeing 60 minute makeover and what you can do in an hour. That's <laughs> true, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, next story then, Keanu Hoover has been left out of the Champions League squad. That happened a week or so ago now. Um, but apparently, he's not concerned about it. He, you know, he wants to be in and around the first team. Dave Maddock reported in pre season, I think it was, that he, Klopp would use him along the back line and give him opportunities this term. He's not worried. In fact, it, if anything, it makes him want to go out there and, and make sure that he does get into the next Champions League squad and stuff so uh, again a bit of a mountain out of a mole in this one I don't think it's a real big issue they've got a really good squad and Keanu Hoover hasn't made it it's kind of a good thing his attitude's the best thing towards that. That's probably the best response that he could have given. You know, again, they come back to mentality. You know, Paul Glatzel's attitude, and you know, we compare that to Bobby Duncan again. He can do it. Here. You know, seventy years old, he probably knows that's too far for him. He probably looks at the defenders that are in front of him, thinking, "Well, I wasn't in there anyway." But the fact that it's someone's come up with a story and says, "Oh, you know, you weren't asked, you weren't asked about it," then fine. Yeah. Good. You know, and again, that attitude to say, "Well." You know, you do something wrong, or you don't, you don't make it somewhere. Get your head down, go again. Make sure you get into the next one. That's the perfect response, and, and what I want from him. Absolutely. Last story then. Real Madrid oh, lining up at 187 million pound bid for Liverpool winger Mohamed Salah. Why not round it up to 200? It probably was about 200 million euros. Oh, that's okay, what they've probably of. done. That's why I always seem to find that those yeah, okay. stupid prices come come from that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think if you go down in the article, this is from sportsmold.co.uk. Uh, I've no idea if these are good at breaking news stories or not, but that's, that's not, they're not very good at it. Uh, there is a suggestion that Perez will be willing to spend £187 million on the Egyptian international as well as matching his current wage at Anfield. I'm sure they do want him. But the fact of the matter is, Liverpool are a better club right now than Real Madrid, and I don't know that um, Mohamed Salah would want to go there. And I do think that Liverpool can make sure that people don't go because you've got a chance of winning the biggest and the best trophies at Liverpool Football Club. And this just looks like what it always looks like: our best players being linked with Real Madrid or Barcelona again because they think of themselves as the biggest clubs in world football. Yeah, and we continue continue to break records as well. And you know, it's arguably part of he's part of the best Liverpool side, you know, certainly that I've ever seen, or you know, in Liverpool's history. So why would you want to go and leave that to Real Madrid, who, who quest for in transition at the minute? You know, they brought the damn back, they brought loads of players, and they're trying to get rid of half of them still, and they can't get rid of some of them because they're on massive wages and stuff. So, you know, where would he fit into that side? He'd have to sell Bale, I'm guessing. They've just bought Hazard. You know, they've got other players there that have, have taken up those positions. It's just, it's just one of them. It's just going to keep coming round. All yeah. year long, isn't it? And all somewhere and all next summer if he stays, signs a new contract, it'll happen again. No, you're not having him. You're not having him, mate. Um, so, Si, let's get into some of the comments then. Have we got anything on the Paul Glatzel stuff to get us off? Uh, yeah, Michael Walker said, better than Duncan him anyway. And Dan the Man said, FSG, shrewd contract management, extend them when they're injured. I love that, Dan the Man. I agree with that completely. I think it's win-win for both parties. In fact, I talked to Simon Hughes uh, about it. It'll be out. That show will be out later on Redmen TV's YouTube. Um, and, yeah, I agree with that. I think it is shrewd. It's win-win. You, you get the, the bump in the player and you get to... You get to really make him happy the fact that there's a lot of trust going in there but also you probably get him for a little bit cheaper and stuff so uh, yeah absolutely agree with that one anything on any of the other topics this? Uh, Paul Young said leave Alisson out for the full six weeks this early in the season he could be out for the rest of the year if we rush him back in the team and it might go properly next time yeah I agree with that as well as long as Adrian's form is fine yeah. then I say just keep him right and I think we've said that as well have you got another one for us mate? Dan the man again says John Henry wondering what they're smoking over there at Real Madrid he is right <laughs> it's true though the same stuff they had done for the last three years probably yeah. you know, that, that story doesn't come out again and it'll be Marnie or it'll be Bobby or it'll be someone else you know it's but funny enough that report says according to reports in Spain doesn't actually cite anything does it so hmm. 
Get, they get clicks, don't they, Salah and, and Real Madrid? Yeah. It's true, and it always will do, unfortunately. And it is going to rear its ugly head, and we just have to be able to ignore it and forget all about it. Anyway, that has been uh, Red Men TV's day Red Men News's daily news today. Thank you very much for watching. Like the video, subscribe to the Red Men TV News and the normal YouTube channel, and we'll see you next time. Ta-ra. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.